Good morning, good afternoon. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. I hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we talk to the leading brands about what they're seeing on the front lines of customer, channel, and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Julia Russell, who is the director of Verizon Up, the loyalty program in the My Verizon Mobile App Strategies at Verizon Wireless, as well as Carrie Masropolo, who is the Verizon up marketing strategy lead. Uh, how are both of you? Doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Doing Sarah? good, thanks, Mark. Doing good. great. Um, at the recent 2020 Loyalty 360 Awards, uh, Verizon Wireless came away as big winners. They took home the Platinum Award uh, in the Program Partnership category, as well as the Gold in the Loyalty Program Design category, and the Bronze in the 360 Degree Award overall brand excellence, which is kind of the amalgamation of all the categories. So uh, an amazing haul for the team. So that was great to see as well. Uh, all right, so first off, what we like to do is uh, like to understand a little bit more about you uh, individually and what you do at Verizon, and maybe a fun fact if you have that. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with uh, Carrie. Oh, great. So um, my name is Carrie Masterpolo. I work on Julia's team. Um, I oversee all of the marketing strategy for Verizon app. So basically this entails um, collaborating across, uh, you know, a myriad of teams at Verizon to ensure all of our program communications across all, all the channels align with our key program priorities. And those can change over, over years. <laughs> um, fun fact. Well, just because it's, we were just speaking about it. I, um, I'm a very proud hockey mom. Hockey, ice hockey is, and field hockey are a big um, part of our lives here. I spend a lot. I pre-COVID spent a lot of time in ice rinks, a lot of my free time. But, um, and we just got word today that New Jersey is going to open up for parent spectators again. So I've been doing a lot of streaming lately. <laughs> that's good. That's uh, that's awesome to hear. And Julia, uh, what about you? Can you tell us a little about yourself, uh, your role at Verizon, and a fun fact? Sure. We are nothing if not fun at the Verizon Up team. Um, <laughs> so I'm Julia Russell. I'm responsible for the Verizon Up uh, program that includes uh, overall strategy, lifecycle marketing as Carrie manages, operations, and offer and partnership strategy. Okay, uh, a fun fact. So anyone who knows me knows that I am a very big foodie. Uh, what people don't know is that I'm on the board of a culinary nonprofit foundation, and it was founded by uh, three chefs, Daniel Boudoud, Thomas Keller, and Jerome Bocuse, who is the son of Paul Bocuse. And what we do is provide grant and educational programs to young and upcoming chefs, as well as sponsor Team USA at the Bocuse d'Or every two years in France. Okay. That was a lot. I'm not a foodie, so all of that went right over my head. Oh, of It's good to <laughs> know some more now. That's good. Uh, all right. For those who may not be familiar uh, with the Verizon Up program, can you give us a bit, uh, kind of a kind of a bit of an overview of the program? Uh, sure. How it started, how it works, and kind of the benefits for the program members. Sure. So we launched the program Verizon Up in August of 2017. And its very purpose is intended to simply reward customers and thank them for their loyalty. So we moved away from a, a points model and, and we sunset a program that quite frankly wasn't delivering what we needed it to because we wanted to deliver immediate meaningful rewards and experiences to our customers. So we created a simple, easy to use and mobile only experience for our wireless customers. Now, 
uh, once you have our service and you enroll in Verizon Up, you get rewarded. And at the start of every month, customers can go in and claim a new monthly reward. They can claim it throughout the month, but we, we refresh all of the rewards on the first of every month, as well as as many bonus rewards as they'd like to claim. And they can uh, try to claim super tickets, which is our high value experiential rewards. Okay, great. Uh, you know, Verizon, as you know, as you mentioned, has relationships with a number of major brands from around the world. Uh, how has this kind of helped you grow the rewards for program, the impact of the, the rewards program? So I can take this one. Um, we do. Verizon does have uh, really so many amazing brand relationships. And um, as we continue to increase these partnerships at the Verizon level to provide more value overall for our customers, our Verizon Up is able to leverage these with more products, services, experience that really take the you know form of new and unique rewards for our members. You know, just overall, these partnerships allow us to continue offering a growing choice of relevant and valuable rewards to our member base. Okay. Uh, super tickets, that was something uh, fairly new. Uh, it's very unique, uh, once in a lifetime uh, event, uh, reward opportunities. How do uh, rewards members like the program? And more importantly, how, how do they win? <laughs> they love, they, they love uh, the program overall and they love super tickets. I think super tickets represents a really exciting and, and fun way to interact with the rewards program. Uh, the way they win is you go in, there is a countdown clock and you can see what experiences will be available. And when the countdown clock hits zero, you tap and try to claim. Um, and so they are first come first serve. Um, but what's interesting is that the past 12 months have been uh, especially challenging because of uh, live events is where um, we had previously played quite a bit, uh, but we were able, so once we had paused super tickets in March, we relaunched them in July to include new, new types of super ticket rewards. Then um, that includes lots of different virtual events and merchandise and the, the feedback from customers has, just, has been just as um, exciting as it was when we had uh, live events and we're looking forward to a day when we can all return to some live events, uh, but, Card, or excuse me, members uh, enjoy the gamification aspect of it. I think that countdown clock creates a lot of excitement and the desire to sort of hit it at the right moment uh, to claim your ticket, as well as just the premium experiences uh, that we deliver themselves. And so even in a virtual environment, uh, people are just so excited. We're doing virtual meet and greets. We have uh, virtual fan experiences and they are just uh, tremendously well received. Okay. One of the things that you guys have done, our ladies should I say, done an amazing job of is kind of creating awareness for the, the, the rewards program and getting the Verizon customers to in, kind of increase participation throughout the years. Uh, what are some of the keys uh, to success that have enabled you to do that? Um, Mark, I think it's our omni-channel marketing approach, really. I mean, the, the bottom line is Verizon Up becomes a great talking point in any customer interaction, whether um, you know, this is with our retail agents, our care agents over the phone, online, um, social or above the line advertising. Uh, something interesting, and, and Julia referenced super tickets, um, it, you know, we know we get a halo effect on social media just organically when our members start, you know, kind of sharing, you know, whether it's, um, you know, the fact that they've been able to donate um, their, to their favorite charity through their monthly reward claim or, you know, even posting about the once in a lifetime experience they got through super tickets. Okay, great. Uh, customer loyalty, 
obviously very important topic, uh, changing from what it means from a connotative and denotative perspective. What does customer loyalty mean to you, uh, your team, and to Verizon? You know, I think I feel customer loyalty is really it's it's fairly simple. It's the outcome of highly satisfied customers for us, right? And so these are the customers that truly appreciate the value they're getting, whether it's from our network and from those ongoing interactions, whether it's you know purchases that they're making and services or you know support that they're getting um, from us. And they, they choose to continue that relationship because of this total value. So I really think that, you know, we've given, you know, Verizon up is just another way for customers to thank, for us to thank our customers, sorry, and really becomes just part of that overall um, approach. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest challenge you face as senior marketers and, and how do you see that changing going forward? And maybe even some, some of the changes you saw going through COVID, it'd be great to get both of your responses to this. Sure, I can start and then Julia can maybe add any additional thoughts. Um, you know, I really think um, the the biggest, I mean, we've got several challenges, right? But I think this continuing to be relevant, right? Making sure that you're in lockstep with what customers want and expect um, overall industry trends, but also, you know, as from my marketing perspective, this, this ability to communicate the value proposition of the program clearly and the rewards and the changes. And, you know, I don't think that's going to change. Um, you know, it's a very noisy environment we all live in, especially digitally, right? A lot of things coming at us. And so, you know, capturing and maintaining and sustaining customers' attention and continuing to break through to them is going to be increasingly challenging across all channels. Great. And what about you, Julia? I don't disagree. For us, the focus is always on the customer and making sure that you show up in the way you need to um, to respond to their needs. You know, COVID represented a challenge that all of us, I think we've talked about this. This is like the number one thing I think all marketers and loyalty program leaders have been have been talking about for, for a year now. And um, it has had, like any um, challenging time, it's had um, it's, it's caused us to think differently, which has uh, spurred some innovation, but I think COVID just shows us that super tickets was a great example. Um, needs can, or desires can change on a dime. And I think you have to be out there understanding what is happening and always have sort of, um, your finger on the pulse of what's happening macroeconomically within your industry, outside of your industry, but also just in the customer's lives. And so COVID, we're incredibly proud of Verizon's overall response to COVID. I think for the loyalty program, our small part was being able to, to market in a way that held, um, that, that felt relevant, that talked about meaningful value and shopping essentials versus um, fun thematics that we usually do because I don't think it was the appropriate uh, time to be um, necessarily fun. We had a lot of fun with some of the virtual events and, the, and pay it forward, but the point was to make sure that you understand what a customer is going through and, and be relevant. So COVID is just one example of a very, very large challenge we're all still living Yeah. Okay, excellent. Uh, emotional loyalty, uh, more important than ever before. How is, you know, brands move from kind of uh, RFM type uh, customer loyalty to, you know, experiences and more holistic engagement. You know, what does emotional loyalty mean to, your, to you and your brand and, and maybe the industry in, in general? Sure. We, we talked about this in the emotional loyalty panel. panel. Um, just for the way I think about it, emotional loyalty is when a customer is emotionally engaged with the brand. 
And the way customers can emotionally engage with a brand spans a variety of emotions, whether and but they always have a strong affinity. So it can be things like empathy or shared value or feeling value as a customer or feeling corporate responsibility, whatever it is, that affinity that they create, what it means is that that customer would spend and stay with that brand no matter what. Okay, great. Um, personalization, more important than ever before to uh, the brands that are doing very well with regard to customer loyalty and, and driving great experiences. How is your brand working to improve your personalization efforts? Sure. So I'll take this one. Personalization is a huge opportunity for, for any marketer and any program. I think the right message or offer at the right time provided um, in the right um, contextualized way is critical. And so it's a key focus for, for us across the organization. And unfortunately, I can't share any details, but we have efforts underway that will continue to expand our ability to, to execute on personalization. Okay. Um, how do you incorporate uh, feedback from your customers? Uh, listening to customers, truly understanding what they have an interest in, uh, what they want can be a, a kind of a huge opportunity, but very challenging for a lot of marketers. You know, how do you incorporate feedback from your customers or employees into your customer engagement efforts? Um, I'll let I'll let uh, Carrie speak to engagement. She actually leads those efforts on her team uh, for employee engagement um, within the company. But for for us, the program has always been rooted in in insights. It was created um, out of feedback from customers and um, and understanding sort of what was going on in in the loyalty space. But we have ongoing awareness and member feedback studies that are uh, in market and we track over time um, for all of our KPIs. And so we also often customer studies, so ad hoc studies, that can be stemming from something we see in our own sort of member analyses. If we see some data trends, we can bring them and test them in research to understand, or if something pops in the ongoing studies and we see a change in trend or we see feedback that is either new or different from the general trends that we've been tracking. So that cumulative research informs the program's evolution because we're committed to providing members with rewards that they can you know, that, that they value with a simple and uh, engaging experience. And what that means is, is different over time, so. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and I, yeah, I would add like from the engagement standpoint, I mean, we do, you know, I've been so impressed that, you know, we, we've done so much, so many studies, especially in 2020, looking at feedback, um, looking at reasons why, you know, people might not be, you know, small percentages of people might not be engaging in the program and how we can change that, right? And so we're definitely reacting in terms of our communications and the marketing that we give them. So we really, um, the program continuously takes feedback, not into just the, the program roadmap and how the program itself evolves, but also the communications and what we know if customers are, um, you know, feeling confused about a certain element of the the you know, the program, maybe it's device dollars, not, you know, not everybody understands what can I use device dollars for. So we'll make sure we have, you know, educational opportunities throughout our communications to address those specific items. Okay. Well, what is one piece of advice you would give to a kind of a brand that may be looking to, no secret sauce, of course, maybe looking to in, enhance their customer experience or customer loyalty efforts, especially when you look at some of the employee engagement pieces that you're doing? Um, I'll, I can take it from an employee aspect, and if Julia wants to add anything else just about a customer, um, but I would say that, you know, from an employee standpoint, this is something my team also manages a lot of the internal communications and such, and so 
I think it's just so important to keep your employees informed and really excited about the program. And so we, we really try to do that. We obviously encourage their participation and membership in the program. And then when it makes sense, you know, even come up with fun ways to kind of incent them to help spread their excitement, drive customer engagement, and even get like really invaluable feedback for us. Um, so, you know, we have means at Verizon, we, you know, we do distribute like monthly updates to especially the frontline employees who might be getting questions about it or can, you know, even have that opportunity to kind of extend the benefit and, you know, ask customers about the rewards that they're, you know, experiencing and enjoying. Um, but we also have a lot of other internal vehicles that like really help us share, you know, exciting program news across the entire enterprise, whether or not, you know, there's somebody that's in the front line or even involved in the program. So, you know, that includes we have a, a really robust communications portal um, that has kept us all up to date through COVID. But, you know, there's it's there's always that opportunity to keep keep our employees, um, our employee base up to date on the program, we even share the exciting, you know, fact that we win the awards and things like that. And then, you know, pre COVID, we did, you know, a lot of actual on site events, um, we referred to them as lunch jams, but they took place during lunch where we would like bring in several program partners, and we'd have fun interactive displays. Um, and even, um, you know, free giveaways. So this was really all just to share the excitement of UP across our employee base. Okay, great. Um, what is the next big thing for customer loyalty or customer experience, uh, maybe in your industry or maybe more in general? Uh, I'll take that one. I think I, there's just so many emerging opportunities, I think. I don't think there's any one big trend there's several larger trends i think that we're we're trying to stay um in in tune with but improved personalization we talked about that a little bit um in both how companies reward their customers but also how they communicate to them um i think gamification concepts are really coming into their own and uh, will also continue to evolve uh, emotional connections will still be important i think Con emotional connections to brands that continue to sort of develop that relationship because I look at loyalty as a relationship with your customer are always going to be important. And I think it, that's how you stay uh, relevant um, within the context of their, their consumer um, expectations and sort of their behaviors. Um, and then partnerships, Part, you know that we, we view partnerships as, as critical to delivering greater value to our, um, to our customers and also to, to our partners. And so the expansion of partnerships and partnership constructs, I think both existing and new will continue to be important. Absolutely. And, and the last question I have, you know, what can Loyalty360 do for you to help you in your customer loyalty journey? Um, I think you guys have, have done a lot this year for not just us, but um, everyone that um, is passionate about loyalty. I think uh, this has been a challenging year to stay connected and you guys have done a, a great uh, a great deal to, to ensure that we stay connected. I think for us, it's continue to create the forum to bring different industries together. I think we learn more from each other uh, by listening and sharing uh, than we do just um, by, by doing our, our own research. I think if you could help us develop benchmarks for loyalty KPIs and metrics across industries, um, not just specific to a company, because for a company, we know what those might be, um, but just continue to consolidate those best practices for member engagement and other key program initiatives that are common across all the industries is, 
would be fantastic. And I think, you know, just always keeping our finger on the pulse of trends and outlooks um, that will impact customer loyalty is super helpful. And you, again, you guys have done a great job. Carrie, I don't know if you have anything to, to add to that. No, I think I really covered it. I was going to say, definitely, I, I definitely think, you know, I appreciate, um, I'm often sharing the articles I read with you guys in terms of trends and things like that going on. And um, definitely, I, I love the idea of the, you know, benchmark KPIs, general loyalty KPIs. Okay, great. Well, Carrie, Julia, always great to talk to you and congratulations again to all the success that you're seeing at Verizon. And uh, definitely you. look forward to having uh, further conversations uh, the rest of 2020, 2021. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. We do too. Thank Take you. care. Stay safe, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye.